Ooh, enter your earlobes to... I don't know. Okay. <laughs> this episode of Just Some Guardians is brought to you by Audible. If you stroll over to audibletrial.com slash Guardians, you can sign up for a 30-day free trial of Audible so you can listen to a plethora of award-winning books, such as this week's top literary pick, Stubbing Pink Eyes, A Tale of Mortal Boo-Boos. It's an underwhelmingly soft tale about the biggest piece of shit in the world, tin beer, attempting to overcome the world's worst medical issue that any human being can encounter. Pink Eye contracted from prime numbers. Not only does he need to defeat this prime pink eye, but he must navigate the wide open world of the outlaw West after stubbing his toe on a horse trough because he couldn't see through his pink eye or pink crusty eyes. If you listen all the way to the end, you'll find the answers to every question this book introduces. Can tin beer muscle through his hardships? Can he win the Red Dead Fight Club Championship with crusty vision and only nine unswollen toes? <laughs> Will he ever admit his undying and unrequited love for his fellow posse member, Gref? <laughs> this oblong audiobook is voiced by the ever-flexible Mitchie Slaps and is available for another seven minutes over at Audible. So quickly fly to audibletrial.com slash justsomeguardians and sign up for that free 30-day trial. And now, enjoy this episode of Just Some Guardians. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 84 of Just Some Guardians. How are you? It's uh, wonderful to have you listening. Uh, to know that currently I am either sitting on your lap or <laughs> inserting myself into your ear orifices. It's a good feeling, honestly. Um, you know, for all parties, including. Yeah, absolutely. So this is a show. This is just some guardians. Hi, we're a podcast. We talk about things, and we have a live show. Twitch.tv slash Just Some Guardians Thursday night, starting about eleven thirty Eastern. Um, so tonight's show is supposed to be pretty jam packed, and it will be. <laughs> uh, Russell is dying because he's decided mm -hmm. to stay up till five in the morning every night playing Red Dead, what and his body has now actually given up on him. Um, he might be going to the hospital. Who knows? We'll keep you updated. <laughs> oh my God. What a loser. <laughs> and, uh, and then we we're supposed to have a uh, drafty who most everyone in the community knows very well. Um, a very Adorable. dear friend. Yes. Me and Gunbait have been in a shower with him. Mm hmm. We have. This is true. There's photo evidence of it. So it did happen. Correct. Yeah. But, um, you know, he worked a full day. He starts early in the morning, and he thought he was going to be able to take a nap and wake up in time. But, uh, you know, sleep is sleep. So if you're listening to this drafty, hope you had sweet dreams. So 
I'm Elmer Fudd. Hey, how's it going? I just said the, the hey, how's it going thing bit. We can't use that twice, okay, guys? So don't worry about it. It's fine. And uh, it's going to be a two-man show. It's just me mm-hmm. and... Uh, voluptuous, really right? Is it voluptuous? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> of course I have to do this. I actually remembered it this week. Oh, boy. What? The voluptuous. There you go. Gun bait. One zero one. <laughs> what has this show turned into? Uh, it's turned into us. That's what it's turned okay. into. Hey, gun bait. Hey, how are you? Uh, well, minus the fact that I have also been having sleepless nights. Great. Good. But uh, how are you? You know, I'm actually doing pretty good today. I'm in a, I'm in a pretty good mood. Um, I, I've also not been sleeping, but my body's had the opposite effect. I don't feel like I'm dying. In fact, I don't know what to do with my body. There's just so much energy happening at I, all times. I'm listening. Could it be that uh, Baja Blaster drinking? No, actually, I've been Hashtag like this all day. Sponsored. Hashtag, I wish I was. By either Taco Bell or Mountain Dew. I'll take either sponsorship. Okay. But yeah. So there we go. I'm doing great, actually. I'm excited for this t- tonight's topic. It was a, yeah. uh, we're not going to say what it is yet. Okay. But, you know, it was a big part of my childhood. Big part of my life. Not just childhood. Teenage years, you know, moving forward. Mm-hmm. And big part of my early twenties, actually. Yeah. And you know, going through the list of things that occurred in this thing that we're going to talk about later, you know, a lot of stuff popped up that I'd forgotten about, and I'm really excited to relive those memories with you, of all people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, what have you been up to, man? I mean, I know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been up to uh, a lot of Red Dead, as you as you suspected, but I'd also uh, been doing a little bit of uh, other little projects on the side, as you also may be aware of, we'll have an announcement for that later on tonight. Oh uh, yeah. Um, some big news coming and, uh, other, uh, ha- dare I say other forms of content delivery. How dare you say, sir, coming not only to your ear holes, but to your eye holes. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of coming happening yeah a lot of holes being a filled. lot of <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah boston so. green pie <laughs> yeah yep. man. Well, what is so. you know we all know we've been playing red dead right i think it's only we fair have. so i've been playing red dead uh, i don't know about you gun bait um mm-hmm. i haven't seen I you have. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was you all along. <laughs> yeah. That was an imposter. But um, why don't you give the people an update? Like, we've discovered some things in the last week since the last episode. Some, mm-hmm. uh, some tricks and some cool things happening. What do you got going on? Well, uh, let's just start off with basically with the roles completion. Um I have gotten up pretty high in Bounty Hunter rank now. I know you've probably already reached 20 by in now. In Bounty right? Hunter, no. No. Oh, you have so okay. long so, in Bounty Hunter. Where are you at? I'm at rank 10. Just okay. in I haven't even been doing my own bounties. I just been as an auxiliary thing is just been 
joining in with you guys, just doing the bounties with you. And I've been ranking up as, you know, pretty well. Um, I've only been focusing mainly on trader, but, um, so, but as far as like a collector, I really don't care about it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's just me. I, it's not my game style, but it's, you know, every time Reeb says, Hey, there's a collector item over here. It's like, okay, I'll collect it. I'm here. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, not just, um, we, uh, discovered we did our, just a couple nights ago, we did our first long distance delivery and trading, which was exciting. We actually did multiples of them back to back. And yeah, we, yeah. And we ran as a large posse and, uh, without fail. And then last night, Oh God, <laughs> well, I want to relive this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. You know, for, I am so sorry for what had happened. Uh, the remain the remainder of the night went well. Uh, we started taking less chances of eliminating people coming up on us, but um, but we found out doing a long delivery mission, uh, and then what we discovered with tips and tricks and stuff like that. Um, unless you're running explosive rounds or explosive arrows, um, you're gonna have a hard time. Uh, and then we also discovered that there was issues with uh, um, ability cards in the game. Mm-hmm. We, we had a nice little lighthearted discussion in another discord about uh, uh, abilities and balance. Um, uh, we have some, that's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have some differences in opinion about balance. And uh, I, I agree with you though, that it's not balanced the way it is set out because uh, basically almost every time you load in, you have some incendiary rounds or explosive rounds in your inventory somehow. And uh, it, it's, it can be a little bit uh, problematic and not, not a little bit really problematic when you're trying to do missions. And basically there's almost no way to recover from it. If they, you know, there's some certain techniques that you can do where you can camp their horse after you've shot it down and make sure that you can't get back to your horse. So, and they can just keep you, you know, have one guy either run off with the wagon or start stealing off the supplies. And, uh, it's a rough way to go, but the remainder of the night, we last night, we actually made, I don't know how many long distance deliveries we did, but was it, was it four? Four. Yeah. (sighs) These nights are running together. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's just all back to back. So, so the secret here, folks, to really, to really deep dive what's happening here. So the medium delivery wagon, we talked about all this on the last episode, just some gardens. You should go listen. If you have not, um, we were all very sleep deprived and I'm sure it sounded great. Actually, I really listened. It sounded amazing. Um, if I do say so myself, (laughs) (laughs) but so the medium delivery wagon, the person delivering it would get like 150 bucks and anyone in the posse would get like 60. So this last week, we've all been moving up to the large delivery wagon. So the person delivering it gets 500 bucks at base level, and then everyone else gets 250. And so in the past, like Gunbait just said, we've been doing um, the large delivery. So in the past, that has not been worth of our time because it Mm -hmm. didn't pay as much. We discovered with a large wagon, it's like a $150 difference. So we're like, yeah, that's worth it. So... Everyone's just making hand or fist money. So what we're doing is everyone is in their own camp. At least five or six of us, however many we have that night, we all get our wagon 
fully loaded, ready to go, and we just jump posse to posse to posse to posse. Make a delivery, jump to another posse, make a delivery, and just raking in the money. And it's been incredible. <laughs> yeah. I'm buying everything I want. We figured the game out. <laughs> yeah, it's been actually quite fun, actually having a lucrative operation, you know, making money hand over the fist and being able to buy the clothes, tend upgrades and camp upgrades and all that. It's been wonderful. My camp's going to uh, be 100% upgraded tonight. I'm excited. I, I'm so excited for you, actually. I mean, I've got the biggest tent now, and then later tonight I'll have the travel post, and then I've got everything for camp. I'm super excited. Awesome. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, yeah, that's yeah. been a lot of fun. I, I, and I don't know what to say much about the, the collector roles. I mean, I, I've been thoroughly enjoying the the trading roles that that was my big focus uh bounty hunting we've been doing five star bounties have we even gotten into the five star bounty this week no i think we've only done okay one star so we really need to dive I, back in and do that more okay i i haven't even done it yet but we oh, you know what? ever yeah so the, since the update came out uh like a week later they released five star bounties and the, uh the legendary or, i'm sorry forgive me uh, the no, legendary bounties and uh uh, they've been a lot of fun. Uh, a little bit more thought put into them, as far as like your standard run of the mill bounty, uh, run of the mill bounties, where you just you run out, collect a guy, bring him back to jail. That's it. Um, there, there has to be a little bit time <laughs> in your daily life and, and yeah, work and stuff. Absolutely. Uh, I'm glad you have that outreach. Why does our mailman uh, have a lasso? No one will know. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, so I mean, a little bit more thought has to go into these. Uh, you know, the first week we you had to basically clear out like three suspicion clouds, mm-hmm. as I call them, but you know, basically like encampments. Yeah, uh, suspicious encamp. Not suspicious clouds, but sus- yeah. suspicion clouds. I just wanted to um, hear you say those back to back. See if you can get it right. I'm really I, proud. I, I'm working hard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you have to clear out those uh, essentially three encampments and then, you know, clear everybody out, bring your, your main person back. And as it got harder, you had to take more people back to jail. Um, so it's really hard to do that. So though, ne- the l- last week was, uh, the, uh, the wolf man, uh, like where you actually, wolf. uh, that was so good. It's in our favorite spot. It's up in the North where you're in all the snowy area. And as missions got harder, basically the weather got more severe. Um, you also had more wolves coming around you. And this guy basically would howl and actually call the wolves in. It was um, really Which cool. I thought that was really cool. And did you uh, notice, they, um, sorry to cut you off, but just with the wolf man. Yeah. Um, so everyone was laughing at me when we finished the five star wolf man. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, so everyone was laughing at me because we finished the five star wolf man mission ends. You know, we, we come out, and like, there's just wolves howling everywhere. And I'm like, I think that's because of the, like we captured the five-star legendary wolf, man. I think that's why this key was happening. And everyone laughed. They're like, wolves are just howling, you idiot. I looked it up. All right. That's what actually happened. So for finishing the five-star legendary wolf, man, like all the wolves in the mountain were like sad he was gone. And that's why like for 10 minutes, there's like hundreds of wolves. It was the coolest thing. It's amazing. So I just wanted to say suck it, nerds. It's basically. Just, I just had to, you know. I feel better. 
I'm glad you do. I feel great right now. We should keep talking. <laughs> yes. Yes, we should. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so you haven't I, done the one this week then, right? What is it? The Hoot Owl family? The, or Owl yeah, Hoot family? Owl, the Owl Hoot family, yeah. They're they're a Dutch family, aren't they? Yeah. I guess. French Canadian. Reboot now. Yeah, either way. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you what um, happens in that one? Yes, please. I mean, so, I, I'm going to jump into it sometime anyways, but... Yeah, because we, we need to get to the five-star... Absolutely, we need to do this. Mm-hmm. But um, because I want to do every single one of these at five star. So, like the Wolfman was awesome because it was in my favorite place. Um, but this one's really cool. So you actually have four different people you have to capture, and they're oh, all wow. in four different spots in the desert. So like one of them's hiding in Fort Mercer with a bunch of people. And you have to try to like take everyone out of the fort and then get in there and take the guy. And so, luckily, Reeb had just gotten his bounty wagon, or else you, you can, like, the jail wagon's in a spot, and you can, like, take one ride back to the jail wagon, then go to the next guy, and back and forth. But since we just picked up the bounty wagon, we just kept throwing them all in. But yeah, so we're having to run all around the desert to each spot that these guys were hidden with their own, like, individual gang. And, like, everyone looks the same. You're having to dead-eye to tell who's who, because they're all so close to each other. Oh, wow. Like, had to be soup. And this is on rank one. This mission was hard. I, I can't wait to see this on rank five. But it was actually funny. So the last guy, we get to him, and he, like, after all these other epic fights, we get to this last guy, and he was apparently riding off by himself, and his horse died. So he was just, like, standing in front of his horse, like, what the hell? And we just walked up and roped him, and it was amazing. No shooting me. Like yeah, I can't wait to get into that. I'm I'm really happy with what they've done with this update. I mean, obviously there there needs to be some fixes with uh, certain gameplay mechanics, but mm-hmm. as far as what they've done with content wise of rolling stuff out on a weekly basis has been absolutely wonderful. Um, and the trading the the trade role has just been great for just making money. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, absolutely. As opposed to just you know, collecting animal parts and take them to a butcher and selling them off for a low price. You can actually make a lot more money in that way too. Um, it, it, it actually brings, it makes the game feel a little bit more alive. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I, I, I can't wait to what, you know, that sounds amazing to me with that bounty that just came out this week. I can't, you know, I don't know how many of these they have planned out for this, this seat. Five of them. Okay. Ten. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought <laughs> I don't That's... math well. Go to YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forgive me again. Um, but ten. That he's holding up ten digits. But uh that's amazing. I mean that they actually created that much content into a season. And it's crazy. I'm hoping that this is a seasonal thing where they have more of these bounties. I don't know if they can keep it up or not, but do you want to hear something really exciting? Always. And then we can move on. Um, mm-hmm. So I was looking in the news today for a certain game. I don't know if you've heard of it. Red Dead Online. Oh, it's pretty cool. I think I have. Yeah, we should talk about it sometime. Um, so the Legendary Bounty thing was them actually testing how much people would like a next tier of that role. And since the Legendary Bounties have been so good, there's going to be something like that for Collector and Trader. 
like another activity that's like the next tier up. Oh damn! Yeah, and that I, it sounds like probably because the battle pass when it ends also ends the ten the ten legendary bounty weeks. So I think when that all ends, is going to be like another I guess season. Probably another update will happen, and then whatever the next, if they're adding more roles or adding more to these roles, and what that next tier of either if it's both or one or the other like. I don't know. It sounds pretty awesome. That sounds actually amazing. And with that, I mean, if they can just base it off of what they're doing with the existing roles, um, that beats what they're doing with GTA. I mean, GTA is going to make them money for many years. Ever. on. Oh, yeah. But, but uh, they come out with like a new uh, DLC. I don't, I don't know how often, but they're always still coming out with new DLC. I feel like it's monthly. <laughs> I'm and, not even yeah, kidding. It's, it's a lot, but, yeah. uh, and, and I dip in every once in a while to, to try stuff out, but, um, if they can base it off the of roles and just make you feel like that, you're just, you know, building and working towards something, making the experience better. I think that's a great thing. Um, whenever they do it in GTA though, it's like they bring in a new vehicle and, uh, the vehicle is highly overpowered. It's, it's almost unattainable mm. <laughs> and it's, it's really, you know, it can be frustrating trying to compete with that, especially if you don't have the, uh, the jingle and, you know, to, to contribute to that DLC. But that's a uh, cash for those that don't know that slang term. Sorry. I had your cocaine gum jingles going in my head. <laughs> That's I'm going to actually have to do some official recordings of those sometime. I think so. So, so we can play those during streams of Red Dead. Yeah. <laughs> this hunting trip is sponsored by Cocaine Gum. And we'll just play your, your little ad. Or we'll just interrupt the podcast and just play, play a little ad. I'm totally okay with that. We're sponsored by co- Cocaine Gum. Cocaine so. Gum. You got a jingle for us? Uh, not at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever notice when we're streaming or whatever, and I come up with that, there's been a f- several minutes of me just thinking, <laughs> <laughs> I am not an improv artist. So. That's all right. That's all right. It's okay. Yeah. I totally forgive you. Sorry to let you down. No, it's all good. No, but no, they just, uh, rockstar had this big interview like yesterday and it was actually pretty interesting stuff in there. So I'm excited for the future. Where was that located? That I will was find it you the link. Live video or was no? It, just it, was, it was an article. Yeah, I'll have okay. to find the article again for you. But cool. a lot of it's really cool because there's a lot of stuff like they learned from GTA and like how that progression system moved. And the big thing they said is like you know making um, the businesses and stuff in GTA like how quickly they went from like you're nothing to an enterprise. Like they, yeah. they're like, we learned from that. We want to slow that process down, which is why you start in your camp for trader. And it sounds like eventually you like, you'll work your way up to like, maybe actually having like a storefront. And like, Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So instead of just going from here straight to the top, like a lot of smaller steps to make you feel like you're progressing your business forward. So they may even have down the road, like actual house ownership, you know, yeah. which I I kind of, you know, gave a nod to when the update first came out. I was like, I, I really wish they kind of actually had it to where they had house ownership. And and I got <laughs> poo-pooed in, in, in the voice call when I was playing with, the, you know, you and other people. But, um, 
you know, I understand that there are also technical limitations to actually owning your own house in, in, in uh, Red Dead, but uh, they've done it in GTA. You know, they've worked it out to where you can you really know, well, multiple yeah. people live in the one spot or whatever. But so, but that's awesome. I, I, I like that, that they're just kind of taking a slow approach to this. Um, the I think the game's doing well. I think yeah. they're also making money off gold sales now. Absolutely. So, so I, it's, it's probably heading in the same direction as what GTA is. Mm-hmm. Um, that they're just going to have people just buy into gold. And, uh, I mean, I, I've even been guilty of it myself. I mean, it was like, well, there's some things that I'm not high enough rank yet. And I just kind of want to, uh, kind of accelerate this a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As you're like, you know, I've already put 300 hours in and I know I'm going to put a 300 more in. So yeah, I'll treat yep. myself. I'm worth it. I deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited because, you know, like when the online first came out, we were worried what would actually happen with it. If it was just going to be that bland thing forever. And like a year later, exactly. now we're to a point where we're like, okay, this is actually going to be a thing now. It's super exciting. Yeah. Cool. All right. You, uh, we're going to jump into this main segment. Uh, let's main segment it up. Yeah, let's main segment this bitch. We're going to main segment the shit out of this main segment. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right, awkward silence. I love hey. it. I always love those. Those are the greatest. So what we're talking about this week, ladies and gentlemen, is a really beautiful era of gaming that I didn't realize exactly how beautiful it was until I was looking through this list. We're going to be discussing... Memories, games, genres, like advances even, who knows? Gunbase is a smart guy. Um, in the PlayStation 2. Not the PlayStation 1. Not the PlayStation 3. That thing was actually terrible. We're talking the PlayStation 2. And um, this was my... So, I've talked about in the past that I had a Sega Genesis as a child. Mm-hmm. And my next, I didn't have anything from Sega Genesis until PS2. I didn't own anything in that whole gap of time. So this was like a big jump in gaming for me. A lot happened here. Um, I also owned a Sega Genesis. Because you're a good man. And yeah, it was great. And I even had the adapter that update, upgraded it from 16-bit to, and I know we're on a PS2 topic, but I no, did go. have the adapter that went in that upgraded the graphics <laughs> 16-bit to 32-bit. <laughs> that was a day. Basically, it just updated the com- the color gambit or whatever. It was okay. But uh, it was interesting. But mm. uh, no, from Sega Genesis, though, on, I didn't own any console until ps4 really now, you're probably wondering you're probably wondering Gunbait, why are you here during a chat during the playstation 2 era and that's because even though i did not own a playstation 2 i still have fond memories of actually going over to a friend's house um this was basically after high school kind of a, a pre-college era for me and uh just hanging with some of my best friends growing up in high school and just staying up to like four in the morning, kind of like I do right now, <laughs> <laughs> but we're way older now. 
Yeah, and uh, I'm not dealing with it as well. Back then, I I coped with it so well. I I, I could lay down for an hour and be back right back up. I haven't slept in 36 hours. Let's go for a run. (laughs) Exactly. But I had some very fond memories with the PS2. And also, uh, beside that, also the the Xbox. I think that was also Xbox One era, correct? Yes. Yeah, then it bridged over to Xbox 360 in between. PS3, then. yeah. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, I just had some really good memories, um, almost close to some, and, and keep in mind, yeah, my my friend, we always went up to his house because uh, he had his A really parents. hot mom. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Linda was fantastic. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Linda, if you're listening, call us. Um, anyways. Uh, so his parents lived downstairs uh, along with all the siblings. And somehow he managed to have this whole, it was a two-story home. Mm-hmm. And he managed to have this like whole upstairs house up, you know, on the second floor. A, his own dedicated living room and a bedroom off to the side. What? So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck he worked this out. Yeah. But it was one of the best gaming scenarios I've ever had. I mean, you know, and I used to, you know, these are also friends I used to, uh, like have garage bands with and stuff. And we would actually, you know, play a lot. So there's guitars everywhere. It was, it, it was a room dedicated to us. And That's so cool. It, yeah. And it was, it was that, it was a dedicated gaming room. So you had like, you know, the two recliners on the side and one single couch in the middle. And we'd all just huddle around a, uh, a slightly less than big screen television. Um, and, and I do remember just playing a ton of PS2 games. And, uh, um, I know at that, at that point, um, I mean, I I'm looking over this list of PS2 games. I'm just like, the memories are flooding back to me. Yeah. The feels are real shouting at each other in the same room. But, uh, like, uh, we've already mentioned it before earlier in the show, but GTA, now we have GTA five, but, um, and I, and I know that there was like GTA three that came out and I, I don't know if that was a G uh, PS one game. Was it? It was, I think it was one of those that like bridged the gap. Okay. So yeah, I th- I believe that came over from the PS1 and they also made a version for the PS2, but uh that wonderful time of like San Andreas and Vice City. And I didn't play a whole lot of San Andreas, but I did play a lot of Vice City just because mainly for one thing you can walk around with a katana. <laughs> it was so amazing. And that's funny because I played a lot of San Andreas and not a lot of Vice did City. Did you? Yeah. You liked one? Was that the one where you can run around with a double-ended dildo? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That was good times. I mean, well, uh, you know, I just, you know, it's mostly just because I, I really wanted to get on the damn train, CJ. You know, some of you will get that reference, and some of you won't, and that's okay with I me. Wish, I wish I played more San Andreas. <laughs> you can get all those games on mobile now, so yeah. it's like it, that's amazing what our and, technology has come to. Uh, Rockstar actually has their own launcher now. And if you if you get it, you get San Andreas for free. I'm gonna have to go d- now. Launcher on PC, you mean? Yeah. Uh huh. I'm. You sold me on it. Done. I'm going to. I'm going to do that tonight. That sounds amazing. Okay. <laughs> um. 
but yeah, I, I remember playing all the uh, the Grand Theft Autos. Um, I don't know what what was the one that like really pe- you know that pops out to you that you always played. Well, um, I guess I'll start at the very beginning. Very good place to start. <laughs> so, um, when we got the PS2, uh, it came with a little game called Jack and Daxter. I don't know if you ever got to play that one. I played it a little. Okay, I figured playing with just a bunch of friends probably wasn't a lot of time for like single player RPG stuff. Yeah. Um. So I had played a lot of Ocarina of Time on the Nintendo 64, and that was the first time I'd seen like an open world RPG, you know, that kind of. And um, but I hadn't played anything until I put in Jack and Daxter, and like you know the graphics, um, the cinematics, the storyline, the gameplay. Like it's the first time you, I was like. First time starting a game on the PS2, I was like, this is the graphics? This is so real! And now you go back and you're like, what is this? You know? But, yeah, our, I put so many hours... We didn't even buy another game because all of us were so hooked on Jack and Daxter. Oh we, my. All, we all didn't buy another game until we all beat it. We'd sit down and like help each what? other through... Me and my siblings, uh, my older brother and my younger sister. We would... One of us would play through Jack and Daxter while the other two watched. And then we beat it, and the other person had it, and we helped them through, and they beat it, and then the next person, and then we went and like got a bunch of games. But like that is all we played until we all beat it. it was Jack and Daxter. <laughs> Gosh, I the I I couldn't imagine. I mean, I remember back from the Nintendo days of actually playing like single player games, and then you also have other siblings around. Uh, you know, waiting their turn to play. And, uh, yeah, one second, Gunby. Yeah, is Discord messing up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move to... you want to move us to East? Okay. Because you you're going robotic, yeah. Yeah, you're robotic for me, too. Give it a few minutes. Hi. Hi. Hi! Discord took a shit on us. We're it back. It did. It's great. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you for that. Thank you for on the on the fly tech support. Thanks. Um, no, I I just remember I I didn't play too many one player games on the mm-hmm. on the PS2, but I can only imagine uh, having like you know salivating siblings waiting around for their turn, and not only are you feeling the pressure playing the game, but also like having other people pressuring you saying when's it my turn <laughs> yeah, it, or like when they'd already beat and they're like i did this on my first try you idiot what's wrong with you <laughs> i'm you telling mom yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh gosh i should talk to your brother actually oh, yeah i think sister? me and my brother actually both um a few times growing up we both just knocked each other out cold right just and game over game over man but um i think two of those times one each was because of this game we wow. Just, just pissed off and cold clocked. Done. <laughs> Families. <laughs> I hit him so hard. <laughs> He's never been the same, honestly. <laughs> I, I've honestly been wondering what's what's the deal with that guy. Seriously. <laughs> now like, I know. <laughs> how much drool can one person Yeah, that's crazy. Um I'm I'm also looking over uh I actually I, never got into the. What's that? I was. Oh, I'm I was sorry. Lead us, I think we're both leading it forward at the same time. No, go for okay. it. Okay. 
Um, never got into any of the God of Wars. Uh, I actually didn't get to that till PS4 time. Um, yeah, same actually. Uh, so I, I had recently purchased God of War for PS4. Um, haven't finished that yet, so uh, I I'm not uh, qualified to talk about that. But same, I'll yeah, we had the the PS2 was like in the middle of the living room, and we we're all surrounded by family. So God of War was not going to fly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I'm actually really curious because um, you played a lot, you know, with a group of people, obviously, you know, multiplayer stuff. Like, do you remember what the first, like, multiplayer game you played on there was? Uh, the first multiplayer game. When you shut up and you're like, a PS2, what? Yeah, I, I'm... I assume that's what you sounded like when you were... <laughs> exactly what I sounded like. <laughs> I, I figured you were just transported. I know. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, uh, for one thing, I mean, we played a lot of, I think there was street fighter on, on the PS two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just trying to remember my, the, uh, no, it was virtual fighter that we were playing. I think. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was virtual fighter Four evolution is what we were playing as. And we played a lot of, uh, fighting games. Um, and did we, uh, hold on one second here. So I actually, I have a question then. Okay. Street Fighter, Tekken, or Soul Calibur? Mm. Street Fighter, Tekken, or Soul Calibur? Um, I'm just going to go with the, the old standby of just actually enjoying, uh, saying that I actually enjoyed Street Fighter just because it was one of the, the uh, games that we played that we kind of all knew all the, you know, the fighting combos for all the players and stuff. So we played a lot of street fighter for yeah. PS2, but I mean, street fighter is one of those games though, where it's just out for every platform. Essentially. Um, I don't think it'll ever die. No, absolutely not. I'm more of a, I've always been more of a Tekken guy. Really? Yeah. Uh, we, we played it a little, we just, uh, as a group, we never really got into Tekken too much. The, uh, the um, bowling in Tekken tag tournament. An incredible game by itself, honestly. Amazing. Yeah, it was its own own thing. I was like, this is actually incredible. And I pissed my brother off because I discovered um, one of the characters named Brian is actually an android. It looks like a human. When you do bowling, <laughs> it puts you in first-person mode, and he actually has like a computer-like targeting system. And so we'd go bowling, and he would just have to like go off and throw... And like, I actually like was getting a targeting radical. I was like, Oh, here we go. <laughs> Strike. Who knew? It was pretty wow. great. Um, did you get into Tony Hawk at all? Of course. Okay, good. <laughs> Tony you worried me that I never owned it, but that was actually the game when we go to, I, um, what was my friend's Austin? Wow. Echo. Wow. I haven't seen him in forever. Um, he was the house you'd go to and it was just like, Tony Hawk all day, every day. Oh, God, those are fun. Yeah. Soundtracks. The, the game soundtracks. Played, definitely. Creating uh, your own stuff, trying to figure out being the first person to figure out actually all the controls. Cause we all started fresh at the same time. Like the first person, like do a kick flip. Everyone's like, oh, how did you do that? You know, like stuff like that. It was me. Don't yeah. brag. I, I think also the, the other amazing thing with like Tony Hawk pro skater, it, the PS2, they allowed you to like, didn't they have like memory cards on the controllers or am I? No, they were, they were in the actual console. 
Okay. Yeah, so you could like, yeah, put your own you, memory on there and then put it in your insert your slot into your. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I know what you're trying to say. They they had a way for you to load your own music into the playlist system. Yes, too. that's right. And and that that actually made it a really enjoyable too. Um, uh, there's another game that we we played. And I'm I'm and and forgive me, I may be blurring the lines here as far as like which console it was because we played a lot of like Xbox and PS2 at the same time. Uh, we we would always switch off between those two consoles. But um, I'm trying to think here. Uh, Red Faction was that? Red Faction may have just been on Xbox. I think you're right. I think yeah, I remember it on and, PC, but I don't think it was on PlayStation. I and you'll have to forgive me because uh, the issue with that is, is uh, he uh, my my friend had a limited amount of Xbox controllers, and so what he did was he bought the USB cables that you can adapt the PS2 controllers to play on the Xbox, and so oh. whenever we play like four person games, <laughs> we were you know so that that some of this may be a little bit blurred as far as on that, but um, I'm trying to look here. Well, while you're looking, I'm going to take a moment to talk about. Yeah. This is, I think I've brought this up multiple times on the show, but since we're talking about the PS2, um, Ferg brought it up in chat as well. You can't walk away without talking about Time Splitters 2, mm. which is to this day probably still one of the best first person shooters ever made. The story mode, which was co op also, um, incredible story mode because you're. Your time travelers, so like every level's in like a different period of time. The soundtrack, one of the few video games I actually have the soundtrack for. Oh, the soundtrack wow. for Time Splitter 2 is incredible. Um, and so obviously as your time is traveling through all these um, times, <laughs> uh, through all the, all the levels in the campaign, you meet a lot of you know weird people from all over time. And so when you play the multiplayer, like all those characters are available. Include and then just some random like a snowman and a monkey and stuff like that, and so like it was actually a really intense shooter, but it didn't take the aesthetic of it seriously. Okay. So you're running around as a monkey with a minigun fighting a snowman with a flamethrower against like a cowboy with a six shooter against some future RoboCop with a sniper rifle, which is sounds just ridiculous. But it was actually the shooting was very was tight like a tiger you know Twink and like a tiger and the um I love the game oh. mode <laughs> oh <laughs> sorry and, i went too far with that bit <laughs> and and the game modes were i mean you had your usual like capture the bag uh king of the hill capture the flag team deathmatch stuff like that um but another cool thing which kind of wasn't done in that time was you could go into the multiplayer and play against just an army of bots you could, you could, if you didn't have friends, like you could, I'm like, I just really want to sit down and play a team deathmatch. You could set up teams of bots, be on a team, set their difficulty level, weapon loadouts, or, you know, however you want. And actually, like, the AI was really smart for its time. Um, I know some games out today that they're, the bots are not as smart as Time Splitters 2 were. But, like, it was just endless hours of, of fun with that between my siblings or just against bots, or you go to a friend's house and have, you know, multiple people having these all out wars. PS2. When did when was like what 
range of time was that actually released? PS2 was that two time frame? I'm going to find that right now. Uh, we should have had that information up. By the PS2 <laughs> was launched in March 2000. 2000. Okay, so 2000. I I do remember playing like a lot of arena shooter games at that time. Um, I was big a uh, Unreal fan. Uh, I, I mentioned this on previous, uh, you know, other podcasts and stuff like that. But I love playing Unreal, and one of the biggest things that was great about Unreal was that if you wanted to just practice before you went and connected online, just kind of get warmed up, you can actually have AI bots. Yeah, you can pop in there. So um, with uh, different versions of Unreal Tournament. So because I, I know I played uh, 2004 in. Uh, different versions of Unreal before that, but well, that's awesome. But uh, yeah, that, that that's kind of cool that that you can actually do that with time splitters. That's that's actually amazing. Yeah, it was really. I need to find a way. I wonder if it's only on PS2. I gotta find. I gotta find out if it's somewhere. There's gotta be a port somewhere. Now, I I I suspect because of the song that played at the <laughs> beginning. Of, <laughs> the song that played at the beginning of the show. Mm, yes, that intro music. Yes, uh, that is by the uh, uh, the wonderful DMX. Uh, that's uh, yes, and the, the he chorus line is in says, fact going to give it to you. Uh, who is X? Oh, X. Yes. <laughs> um, is that? In reference to any certain game in particular. Why? Oh, I'm done with this bit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, that bit is over. In case it wasn't obvious. We're moving on. <laughs> Rip that bit. What's up, Gunbait? <laughs> hey. Oh, we just completely yeah. forgot everything in that bit. I thought, you, I thought that bit was a transition. I thought that certain things in that bit were pertinent to what we're going on to talk about. I was just making silly voices. I don't know. What's... Oh, boy. But no, no, I didn't have a specific game in mind. But did that remind really? you of a specific game? I never played the game, but I do know a particular reference within the game. Mm -hmm. And that is Resident Evil. With Mr. X. I did not catch that at all. <laughs> okay. okay. That's so, why uh, I was I... not with you on the bit. Okay. <laughs> This is awkward. <laughs> so there's a mod that you can get for uh, uh, Resident Evil um, that you can mod for whenever Mr. X comes after you. Yeah. That it, it basically, re well, rather than you hear the boom, 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 boom of Mr. X coming after you, it basically, when like Mr. X smashes through the door, you hear DMX come on and go, X gonna give it to you. <laughs> 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 I watched so many streamers where they had that mod installed because they said, here, other people went up to the streamers and said, here, make sure you have this mod installed. So when you play this game, you'll find out. I go, okay. <laughs> and then to watch the reaction of this big guy coming through doors and stuff. And then basically the music uh, playing, they're both screaming and they're laughing at the same time. <laughs> it, it was quite amazing. <laughs> so, that's why I thought you, uh, you had, uh, the DMX song at the beginning, but nope, no reason. I had no okay. idea about that. That'd have been a great, you know, I'm just going to edit here. <clears throat> edit point. Yeah. Yes, because I am witty and hip with the internets. Hence why I chose that song. Stay off my and edit kid. point. Nailed it. <laughs> I'm sure you played Star Wars Battlefront though, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. 
good. The 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 and, actual Battlefront and Battlefront Two. Yeah, yeah, not the weird dice yeah. thing, which are still. I mean, yeah, but they're okay. Yeah, but they're but, not uh, Battlefront. I remember the first time I saw Battlefront. Actually, we went to so many good mirrors of PS2. So we were yeah. at this this wedding that me or my brother did not want to be at. We got dragged along with my parents. It was a family friend. We're like, this sucks. Parent, the parents of the bride were like super rich, had a house up in the hills. We drove up there. Like after the wedding, there was this big gathering there. We're like, oh my God, it's all just old rich people. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> we grew up very poor. Like so just weird. you right. So one of their kids is like, hey. Like, yeah, what's up? You guys look bored. Yeah. Do you like Star Wars? <laughs> yes. Never heard of it. Come with me. And we're like, we're like, no idea who this kid is, you know? So we're like getting dragged to this mansion of a house. There's probably, I don't know. He like pulled a bookshelf and the floor gave out underneath as we fought a dragon. It was nuts. So we end up in this room. It's not even the kid's bedroom. It's oh. like your friend with a private living room and stuff, but it was just like a part of the, it was weird. So he's got a group of people and they're having a land party with Battlefront in this huge all-out warfare where all they're using is Jedi and Siths. So it's just this giant lightsaber duel. And we're like, what even is this right now? And like, I'll never forget, like, that moment of just being out of place and then led into probably one of the coolest things that's happened in gaming for me. And then, you know, going and buying the game and doing all the shooting and all the unlocks and ah, learning everything. And the second one comes out. And I'm, I don't remember that kid's name, but I'll always remember you. You. Probably in prison now. I have a lot of those friends that are yeah. like that in that scenario. I'm glad I very spoiled rich kid. Guaranteed he's guaranteed. Yeah. I had some, you know, uh, that I had mentioned uh, to a a friend of the show earlier. This, (laughs) I had a very awkward experience while playing uh, red dead the, uh, these past few weeks, but um, uh, friend of the show, I won't mention their name because I don't know if they want to be outed like this, but I was like, yeah, I had a lot of friends that just, you know, they were assholes in school. They were bullies and they just, treating me like shit all the time and lo and behold they ended up being cops and his response was well i was a cop and i was just like i i'm not saying anything about you know how you conduct yourself he's like oh i was an asshole <laughs> I was an asshole. <laughs> no uh no but i was i was like quickly backtracked i was like well i mean they they later became you know very nice people and stuff you know they were great. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, back on the top. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. X gonna give it to you. Hey. So. Yeah. Um. You know I just told that story. It's your turn. What do you got? Uh. Well. I know that you've been trying to get me into the Metal Gear games because I had never had an, uh, the what's, option to play. Those. What's Metal of Gear? I said Metal Gear. Oh, Metal! You, I thought you said Metals of Gear. I was like, what's Metals of Gear? I've never, nope. I've never mentioned Metal <laughs> Gear ever. No, it's not me. <laughs> Don't 
don't be like this. No, I, Gears of War. I try to get you into that, but I haven't ever mentioned. I've never played a Metal Gear. Oh, game. you're right. I'm getting the two confused. Mm. Jeez. Well, then let's uh, <laughs> let's forget that little uh, segue and go right on to. Uh, let's see here. This is a new segue. Whoop. I had a wonderful time playing Tomb Raider. As Ooh. I mean, I'm sure everybody was. Yeah, for absolutely. one thing, for a lot of boys, uh, it was their first crush. I mean, <laughs> um, who wouldn't like uh, polygonal boobs on on a screen? I love those. You know, like Madonna really did it to me. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Hers was were more defined. That's that's but, uh, true. That that was the 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 HD update, yeah. Yeah, Laura Croft had more of the uh, the uniboob. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um portrayal of of that. But uh yeah, it, good times. Uh, yeah. Also I remember Ashley sitting in that is also you mentioned about one player games before and that was also one player game but um, I was actually pretty good with that. And I do remember my friends gathering around and watching me. Like I was always the guy that they called in because they couldn't do platforming or something. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, I've always had intentions on going into the further, ep- you know, the further renditions of tomb Raider, but, um, never really gotten back into, it. I know, uh, Dino, uh, a friend of ours, uh, he, Lovely. you know, he he i think once a year he goes through the uh the uh the tomb raider games on pc and and it's oh, like really Man, I, yeah, oh yeah he loves them so oh, much i didn't and, know that that's so cool yeah and it, it's really fun to watch and and uh, i i know uh i i would just really like to get back into into that i don't even know if they even have any of these well i'm sure they have some of these games on emulator and stuff or probably all of them but I would actually really like to go down through and, and go back through and play Tomb Raider again and uh, just, you know, kind of go down memory lane and actually really enjoy that. But, um, but gosh, I mean, that was, that was a big deal to me, Tomb Raider, not just because of the, uh, you know, Boop. being a young, yeah. <laughs> a young uh, man or anything like that, but uh, just, at the time, the graphics, the the graphics, uh, mm. that was that was a big deal to me. I mean, I was like, "Wow, this is amazing!" The world building that they did in that game, was... oh, and the puzzles and the platforming were, oh yeah, yeah. like nothing it was truly been there. astonishing. Absolutely, yeah, that's but, awesome. Um, well, I mean, in that kind of kind of zone, um, a game series that I wish never ended. And I would really love for them to just announce. Hey, we've decided to make these again because the world needs them. I was huge, mega fan of the Splinter Cell series. Mm, I've yeah. only played uh, what, what version of Splinter? Was it just one? Well, there were there was a, quite a few of them came out like in a row. It was like at the time, you know how we're now we're like, oh, there's a new Assassin's Creed every year, a new Call of Duty every yeah. year. Like that was kind of the first game series to do that. There was, yeah, there was a lot of Splinter Cells on PS2. Which version was on PS2? Because that's not showing up on my list. And um, I only played just a little bit of it. But Blacklist was on there. Just regular Tom Clancy Splinter Cell. Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, so, uh, uh, Chaos Theory, I'm saying. Yeah, Chaos Theory. 
It just, I mean, just the first Splinter Cell was absolutely incredible. The, um, because I remember, I think we rented it at Blockbuster. What? Yeah. You could do that? Also, what's a Blockbuster? So, it's, it's a bust <laughs> of a Lego brick. Oh. Yeah. Block. Bust. I get it. With an R on it. That worked really well. <clears throat> um, Blockbuster was this thing that used to exist. Um, Fergus yeah. probably never heard of it because he's 12. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you could, you could rent all sorts of things. It was great. Anyway, I know you know. But. Yeah, I, I do. If you don't know I people was, in the audience, Google it. I was being facetious. I know. I, I'm sorry I led you astray, and I'm not going back into this bit. <laughs> let, let, let us journey <laughs> forth together, Gunbait101. Yes. But so we rented this because one, like we, every Friday we were in block. We were that family. Every Friday we're in Blockbuster. We rented one movie as a family, and one game as a family. And mm -hmm. one, one week it was my turn for the game, and just the cover art with Sam Fisher and he's like against a chain link fence wearing it's it's very dark he's got all black you just see the goggles yeah and I was obsessed with the night vision goggles I I was getting into like drawing at that time which I haven't stayed with and I'm I'm awful but at the time I was actually pretty good um you and like kick-ass stuff in MS Paint though I destroy him MS Paint is my bitch all right um <laughs> but like hand drawing stuff like everything involved that look for a long time. I was obsessed oh, with it. Wow. But so we took this game home and like, it, you know, it was w one of the first kind of cover to cover shooter kind of games. Um, sound played a real thing. You know, if you jumped off a ledge, like you had to push a button quick. So you landed softer. So you didn't make any sound shooting all the lights, you know, executing someone silently, then dragging their body somewhere where other people can't see it. Like I'd never experienced anything like that in a game. Now it's, you know, it's pretty commonplace to, you know, for any kind of sneaky game, but like that was the first time that it existed, and like yeah, I mean, just the first time existing. That type of that. gameplay is almost intermingled in with other gameplay now. Yeah. It's almost kind of a you're almost expected to. But at mm -hmm. that with that game, and I was never good at. It. I did play it, but um, I got frustrated with it because I just it, it, I would just either get into the view of somebody, and I never got past the first few levels of that game just because I. I Literally, that's how much I sucked it. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, and it was just frustrating to me. I was like, F this game and throwing controllers. And uh, by the way, uh, speaking of PS2 controllers, not the greatest quality of build. No. Uh, at that time. At all. <laughs> a lot of us friends were putting into a fund of replacing the PS2 controllers. So, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, we had a lot yeah, that, of clear blue ones for a long <laughs> mad time. Yep. Just stocking up. Yeah, no. I I also uh, had fond memories of that. That is an era that I kind of miss. Same, but I and I don't know if it's if it would work in this day and age of having the uh, a subscription platform that like PlayStation Plus or um, Xbox, whatever they call it. I, I'm not an Xbox person, but uh, where Xbox they have bullshit. it. <laughs> feels xbox move on yeah um but yeah in this day and age of like subscription services where you're paying to use a service of like 
multiplaying and stuff like that. Uh, I don't even know if, you know, renting game rental would work that well without having to pay for those services. So, yeah, um, but I do kind of miss that because, I mean, that was the other thing that my friends and I did was uh, we'd meet up early in the evening, head over to the movie rental place. Excuse me. And uh, we would spend a few hours just going over the games and and actually, you know, just trying to select what all of us wanted to play. And and, uh, I don't know. I I kind of miss it, but I also don't. I, I really love on demand stuff now. Yeah. So. No, for, I still, every once in a while, mm-hmm. like if a single player game's coming out, you can, you can rent games at Redbox. It's like, I'll go every once in a while. If I'm like unsure, I'll go rent a single player for like a night. But I mean, it's annoying because you spend the whole first, you know, the night you have it installing the updates that came with the game when it oh, launched. Yeah. <laughs> love yeah. that part of modern gaming. <laughs> But well, that's that's the other thing that's changed. And I guess we can kind of do it in comparison to how we game now. But uh, the CDs or the uh, the discs that came the, the medium that they were transported on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the game. You know, that was the game. It it wasn't a a license anymore. That that's not the encryption code to play the game. You know mm-hmm. um, that that maintained everything on that. I mean, I know that a lot of people are saying, shut up, gun bait that's what cartridges were all about. And it's like, I get that, but you know, compared to what we have now is like you install a game from a disc. It may have the base game on there, but then you have the, all the updates DLC that downloads beside that. I don't know how, you know, it's been such a long time since I've actually bought a physical disc. Um, like, you know, for instance, destiny, I don't know. Does every DLC come out on its own special disc? I, it didn't destiny one. I haven't, cause I bought them. That was a disaster by the way, buying discs in destiny one. Okay. God, that was a mess. Cause they did that. I remember like I bought the game and then the, um, I think I bought the base game and it came with the, the first two expansions. And then when taken King came out, I had to return my copy of the base game with the first two things and then pay the difference to get the Taken King with the base game and the expansions because it was all in a pack. Then I had to go home, and I had to uninstall everything and then reinstall that disc. And and so, like, then uh, Rise of Iron came out, and I had to hand in Taken King, and it was was such a disaster. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, gosh. That does sound like a disaster. But I guess times were simpler back then because, I mean, if you think about it, too... Uh, the game you got was the game you got, and you yeah, there's no DLC. patches, updates. Yeah, yeah, there's no, there's no. I mean, I don't remember the if there was ever any like separate disc that you would have as a companion to the original game or whatever. It was just, just a the whole new game. <laughs> <laughs> was that a thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I um, I mean, I was, yeah, I never had it. Well, you want to talk about it, but. No, it's, it was kind of, I don't know, like Game Shark or something like that. But, like, they, they at some point, someone came out with a disc, and he bought it at the store. Like, it wasn't like some weird, you know, guy in a trench coat flashes you and then hands you the disc in a back alley. Um, I mean, that's how I bought it, but you could get it in stores. Um, I prefer it that way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my way or the store way? Your way. Okay, yeah, good. So do I. That's it's why more I intimate that way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, 
you fondly remember that. I'm never going to get rid of that disc because of that dick, you know? Um, so, but like, it just had like a shit ton of games and all the cheats on it. And you just like insert it in, into the console and it would just like put all these cheat codes on your memory card. And as you played games, it's just like, whoop, cheats enabled, whoop, cheats enabled. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was crazy. But I mean, well, with your point, you know, with no updates, cause like on the PS2, it didn't just come with, you didn't have Wi-Fi came with your console. True. Yeah. You, there was no port to just plug it in. You had to buy a special adapter separate that plugged into the PlayStation, which then you could plug into the internet. So most people never even played online on PS2, but yeah, you could. I don't, I don't remember too many occurrences of playing any online PS2 games. It, it usually it was mostly for, oh really? So yeah. it, for me, it was mostly couch co-op. Mm -hmm. Same. Um, so uh, because I mean, if you have a local group of people that can play a game together, what you know, what's the point of that? Uh, yeah, that didn't come along until like uh, usually Xbox or or PS3 days when my friends updated their consoles. So, mm -hmm. and I was just being a cheap friend, freeloading off them. <laughs> That's the best way to do it, <laughs> man. I had so much fun, and it was didn't cost me a dime. It's so but... all you had was the good memories of showing up, ha <laughs> laughter. We are bonding. And then you went home. Yeah. Yeah. Had a few beers. It was great. Love. So did I. I was 10. I was kidding. I wasn't 10. <laughs> I was, I was a little older, but I wasn't 10. I just want to make that very clear. I was 11. So shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> Hey, I threw a vine reference in for the first time. Look at me. Okay. So actually, um, a game I really want to talk about leads into because of what we just talked about with the internet. So I only played one game online, and I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but one of my favorite games of all time, and it had, it had so many iterations, so when I finally bought this game, grab your butts, enjoy this title. Oh my. Uh, let's see, um, I gotta, hold on, I gotta look, I gotta get the whole title. Game. Katamari Damasi. This is great. <laughs> it was like... Why are, why are need, you looking that up? Need for Speed oh. Underground Redux Dub Edition. You had to be online for that? Well, no. Well, I oh. had to. You didn't, you didn't have to play online, but I did because that game hooked me. That's like, I can... It's taught me... I'm really good at like keeping my eye on a minimap while I'm doing everything else at the same time because of this game. So it was a street racing game. It was very intricate um, car customization. I mean, insane, insane car customization. Are. Yeah. But like, I mean, there's games that come out now. You still can't do as much as you could then. It was, it was nuts, but it, it was one of the best looking games on the console, probably because it was the redux dub. It was redone twice. I don't know why um, the soundtrack was awesome. It was a street racing game and you had to be really good at like, you know, you're racing through and there's just, and it was played Need for Speed, you know, the little checkpoint clouds that pop up in the distance. Mm -hmm. But so you're driving, you're trying to watch where other drivers are in the race, trying to watch where traffic is. You're trying to see where the next marker is while you're looking at the mini map to tell what the best tra route through city, the town is to get there. So you're watching like nine things at the same time if you want to be good at it. And I got... Pretty good at it. 
So, you know, <laughs> don't mean to toot my own horn. Toot, toot. But I mean, that's, I think that game, because now I, I can handle like a lot of things happening at once and I can kind of understand what's going on. But that, I mean, I played n- my, it was the first game my mom was like, are you ever going to play another game? <laughs> I'm like, why? This is incredible. But which makes me sad because I haven't played like a racing game in a long time. On like since then. Actually, I just yeah. realized this. It's kind of sad. That's like my favorite yeah, I, kind of game for a long time. I actually had like a uh, a desk mounted. I mean, for these were for PC games, but I had a desk mounted steering wheel and foot pedal system for racing games and stuff. And I uh, bought one for the PS4 for, for the PlayStation Two actually. Oh, really? of this game. Wow. I went out and mowed a shit ton of lawns because I wanted to get into it. And I bought, and it was the dumbest. It worked so bad. I used it for three races and I went, this is garbage. Yeah. Uh, half the time the clamps would untighten or whatever. Or, and, I don't I mean, even know the, how uh, it set up. Uh, the latency me. between the wheel movement, what happened in the game was oh, gross. Especially when you're trying to like move through buildings like you're supposed to. Like you're just like, hit. Oh, okay. I guess I'm. Guess I crashed. Thanks. Glad I bought this thing. Yeah, man. Need for Speed. That was. And then the next one that came up after the dub edition. Um, what was it? Need for Speed. Four. I don't remember, but it was really not a good game. Yeah, I guess the closest thing no, I ever got to. Not Need for Speed. Oh gosh, I'm sorry. Midnight Club. Fuck me sideways. That's what it, was. Okay. it wasn't a Need for Speed game. Midnight Club Dub Edition Remake. Oh my god. Yep, there it is. Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition Remakes. Found it. <laughs> what a title. That's not even on my list. That's amazing. Yeah. I can't believe I yeah. got the title of the game wrong. The only uh, Need for Speed that I see for PS2 is Need for Speed Hot Pursuit 2. That was a fun one. But, uh, yeah, I, I didn't really do any racing games. I, I think the closest thing I, I played around that era was uh, Star Wars. Um, was it Pod Racer? <gasps> yes! But uh, I don't that know. Was if that was a great game. I don't know if that was for PS2 or it not. It was. It was okay. That was an incredible game. I forgot all about that. Yeah, I, I we played that a lot, um, and that was actually uh, a lot of fun. In uh, my buddy had he, uh, I'm a big fan of Thrustmaster con- uh, controllers and flight sticks, mm-hmm. and he had one that was uh, it was like the alternate to the Microsoft Force feedback. Uh, flight stick um, that basically playing that on and he had an adapter that he can play it with the PS2 mm-hmm. so it, it was it was really simple you had you know all your controls on the stick and you could you could basically you know fly this pod racer what was awesome about it is if I remember correctly the the motor that was in that uh whatever the contraption was that caused it to give you the force feedback and fight with you. Mm -hmm. When you went to hit your boost, that thing, that controller stick would actually kick back at you (laughs) and would, it would flip your wrist back 
And if, you know, if now you had to engage it, but I, I do remember playing that and it was like that thing would just kick back and, and we were, we had it mounted to his coffee table in front of the couch. But, uh, so we were kind of at a weird angle playing this, but it was like the best way to play it uh, when we were playing it. But, um, uh, I do remember that, that actually like it, it gave me some, you know, wrist damage after playing that after a while, because, um, every once in a while I'd hit the boost and all of a sudden it would, that, that stick would kick back and, and you had a fight to push it forward to Jeez. keep basically your, your, your pod racer from shimming from side to side. But, uh, yeah, that wasn't, that was insane. There was also another star Wars, uh, was it bounty hunter was also came up for the PS2. Yeah. Uh, it did. Which I got bounty hunter. I got the up. Yeah. I got the updated one or the, the remaster or whatever for PS4. Um, and I played that a little bit. Those controls suck. Oh gosh, it, it was it was a rough game to play, and and but it, I, it was I got, a cool game. Yeah, I mean, when I was when I was younger, I, I had fond memories of it, but then I tried to get back into it with the remaster. I was like, oh gosh, why did I think the game was amazing? <laughs> it's a, by the way, don't go and revisit some games that that claim to have like great graphics or anything because uh, let let them be. Yeah. Also, don't meet your heroes. Yeah, that's another life lesson. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you like bullet time? Do you like John Woo movies? <laughs> yes, and yes. Oh, fantastic. Tell me uh, more. Did you ever play Max Payne? I did not. I watched a lot of Max Payne stuff. I that was I one played a lot I did of not play it. Yeah, uh, I played a lot of Max Payne. Thoroughly enjoyed it. That was the first game that basically, with Red Dead, uh, with Red Dead, he, uh, uh, you know, with the eagle eye or eagle vision or whatever they call it, and then the dead eye, were basically have the slow down timing. Mm. Uh, Max Payne, you had the bullet time, uh, kind of like the Matrix. I don't know. If I think that oh, came out after the Matrix. The Matrix game too. We have to talk about that. Oh, I never played that game. You'll oh, have to tell me about that. Yeah, but yeah, get through Max Payne. But uh, with Max Payne, though, that was just—it was an amazing thing. So you can you can turn on bullet time anytime in the game, and there was obviously a cooldown or a uh, a bullet time pool of how many times you can use it. But um, it, it was just. I just love that that whole game mechanic. And now every once in a while, you'll see that in games where you have this kind of bullet time effect that goes in. And it's 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 really interesting to you know see that you know, that's kind of where it was born from. I, I imagine they probably got the idea from the Matrix, but um, it was a just a really diving neat thing. in slow motion. Yeah, and also kind of it was funny how the ragdoll effects happen when you land <laughs> <laughs> just your body flopping across the ground but that was also a very trippy game from from what i can remember of it like entering into burning buildings and stuff and then you're also tripping on actually physically tripping on stuff because that's what's giving you essentially bullet time is you're you're getting drugged up or whatever but uh that was just interesting for the the fact of actually just having a a different game mechanic to where you can actually slow down time that was pretty big, uh, you know, as a new game me- mechanic. So. Oh, yeah. Anyways, Matrix the game. Yeah, Enter the Matrix. 
I forgot. I played this one a lot too. I can't believe I forgot about it. So again, we're just. That's why I love talking about like just specific console or something because so many mm -hmm. things just pop up. You're like, I forgot that whole section of my life. I blacked out. So Enter the Matrix comes out, and I remember picking this up because I'd just seen the Matrix, and you know, obviously, good selling campaign, making a movie for your game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how that worked, right? But so. <laughs> of course it's of course works. yeah thank you um but i mean it's you know it's a matrix game i mean picture the matrix in your head you're doing a lot of stuff like that but the thing that stands out um about that game is at the time the um i don't know if i don't it felt like motion capture but you couldn't really do that in a game at the time like how the character models did hand-to-hand -hand combat ragdolled the running animations everything was like at the time so realistic feeling that i mean i would just run around and, and punch things forever and not even progress missions and the the, the hand-to-hand -hand combat um like how the stances were how your arms and legs moved as you were doing stuff how the person you were punching reacted to your punches i'd probably go back now and it's probably awful in retrospect yes. but at the time <laughs> Like it was one of the most realistic things out there. It was, and I remember, and it had that kind of the Matrix, kind of Max Payne slow time, and you could actually like run up wall and do the little somersault off while you're shooting at the same time. And I think the movie came out first, but a uh, uh, Matrix. So, but I it was yeah, funny yes, because yes, yes, yes. yeah, um, but I think Max Payne got the bullet time from <laughs> the Matrix, and then Matrix the game came out if I remember correctly. And then the, the movie, yeah. <laughs> God. weed your way through that one listeners I, I i was trying to actually work out in relationship between when max Payne and in matrix the game came out actually not i wasn't Be before to, the movie yeah yeah always before the movie yeah so yeah that was so a many... great movie followed by a great board game Little known fact, uh, board game was based off of Hunt for Red October. Huh, yes, I'm a Russian submarine captain. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that Enter the Matrix was a very difficult game, too. I remember that at the time. There was no, because at the time, there wasn't really difficulty settings in games. It was just like, this is the game. I kind of wish that I had actually played that game. I, it kind of bummed me out because I was really thoroughly involved, in, you know, happy with how the movie at that time, how the movie came out. I wasn't crazy about the sequels or anything like that. The number three matrix uh, or the third one revolution. I, I enjoyed, but the middle one I didn't like so much, but um, yeah, I can't, I'm sorry. I feel kind of bad that I missed that one and I'm sure I would have enjoyed it. Well, absolutely. I might actually have to go back and play it just so I can ruin it for me. Uh, let's see here. I didn't go through any of the Devil May Cry games. Did you ever get into those at all? No, I okay. actually didn't. No, surprisingly enough. Then you have all the um, actually probably probably the so it ends at some probably the last the last game series I'll talk about. And if you want to hit on something too, and then we should probably move forward. Sure. Um, the the biggest one I really want to talk about um was. Uh, a game series that came out after the movies were made. 
which came out after the books were written, which is unheard of, honestly, in video games. Um, but the Lord of the Rings games on PS2. The, uh, the Hobbit, not a good game. I'm just going to throw that out there. That game was <laughs> awful. Um, but I didn't know that Fellowship of the Ring, Two Towers, and Return of the King was a series of games that came out. It was done by Warner Brothers. I think their, their studio. Um, I think LucasArts actually helped. I'm not sure. I feel like they had something to do with it. But, wow. Um, you played through the whole story of the movies. And it had just different levels, and it was like a, like some some levels, it was more like a long distance shot while you're running around third person, or it was like almost side scrolly. Uh, it was a weird camera angle, but like, um, you played through, and the combat was really good. There's there's combos as you leveled up, you unlocked different you know weapon attacks, weapons, different characters. Eventually, you could play it through the whole game as a Sildur, which is really cool. Um. But I just remember them being just incredible games and like the battle for Helm's Deep. You actually were like on the wall of Helm's Deep while there's thousands of Urukai coming. Thousands of Urukai walking towards the wall. <laughs> Racing. My bad. I got scared. But yeah, it was wow, that's how that's how they climbed up the wall. Um But so you're actually like knocking down ladders and, and you know, fighting them off the wall and then as the, when the wall explodes, it actually puts you protecting um, the door to get in the keep against waves of enemies while they're trying to rebuild defenses, and you work your way up. And as Aragorn swinging through the water and killing just everything that moved, and it was so badass. That sounds amazing. And then I remember um, one of the biggest moments in gaming was the Return of the Game, the Return of the King game launched, and you actually had cloaks. That moved when you ran. And I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. I had no idea this technology existed. Because you they couldn't do cloaks in games before that. Yeah, they were all static. Yeah, it just... was looked like a from the back you're wearing a robe, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so oh, it yeah. actually like furled burrowed, whatever. I don't know what word you want to use. Made um, your flag wave. I don't know. But <laughs> while you're running flailed. around. You know, if <laughs> yeah but go to youtube um but they're i mean just incredible games if you get the chance play through them they've they've i've gone back and played them and they've aged very well just they did this cool thing where like it do a cutscene, and the cutscene would fade they actually because you could tell it, it had to be warner brothers because they had the rights because it would fade hmm. from a scene in the movie into the cutscene in the game which at the time looked flawless. Obviously, not so much now. <laughs> but the gameplay itself has really held up. Incredible game series. Lord of the Rings, the whole series. Playing through. Ah, it was so good. Nice. So good. Yeah, I, that sounds amazing. Go back. It's worth it. There's one of the few series I say go back and play because it, it, it has aged well. Cool. All right. I'll check that out. Uh, the last and final game that I'll probably talk about before we move on is uh, there's two versions of it for the PlayStation 2. And uh, I played both of them. Uh, and that is, and <laughs> you're you're probably going to be excited to hear about this, but it is Guitar Hero yes! and Guitar Hero 2. Yes. Um, I, I actually attribute 
Guitar Hero for actually ruining like my timing and and playing ability with playing regular guitar because man, so it was so easy to do, and I was really good at playing it. Um, however, then when I went to go and play real guitar, it was like, ugh, this is so damn hard. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and it's like, why can't I just flip this thing up and down really quick and and, and just get to play music? <laughs> so, but had a lot of fun. It was great because uh, being that my, my friends were, you know, we were just kind of like never anything official in a band, you know, mm-hmm. in, that, in that point, it was just always a matter of like, you know, we'd play in the garage or upstairs in, in his living room or whatever. But uh, it it was, you know, one of the things that we love to do. And, uh, you know, we can also put on headphones and just play like, you know, really loud music. And just anyone just walking through the have... room just hears you bouncing around. And there's my buddy over in the side playing the drums and stuff like that, too. So but yeah, it was a. Uh, yeah, very fond memories of that, and just uh, and the music selection that they had was pretty good, and uh, but yeah, it, it was like the closest thing that we ever got to uh, being, being in a band. Popular. Yeah, yeah. Also, no one wanted to listen to our shit when Guitar Hero came out. That's honestly one of the purest like ages of gaming. Yeah, was there singing? There was a microphone you can also get with that too. Not right? at first, no. Rock Band did that. Rock Band, okay, gotcha. And then I think like Guitar Hero Five was when they were like, "Rock Band's ruining us," and that's when they came out with the drum set and the microphone and everything. Oh, okay, yeah. But um, but not like, because at that time, I mean, just like any time you have, you know, clicks of gaming. I only play this series of game. I only play this series of game. When Guitar Hero came out, like everyone played Guitar Hero. And he had so many people that never really did much. I was in I was in high school when Guitar Hero came out, and I remember like seeing you know you know the head um, people on the football team talking to people they'd never talked to before because they were playing Guitar Hero, you know, or like hanging out and playing guitar. We had um, senior year of high school. I did a a computer course. And the last day of school, we had this huge Guitar Hero tournament. And, um, and it was like one of the coolest things ever. We had this huge screen on the wall. And there was just people from all walks of life that never hung out. And like, it was one of the few times, high school was hell. It was one of the few times where like, I mean, all these people that you just watched either hate each other, love each other, move this way, move that way, you know, throughout high school. Like, they were all just in a room. None of that existed for like the first time ever. And everyone just hung out, laughed and played guitar hero. It was like super sweet. Yeah. It was a nice bonding experience that everybody can gather around. I mean, if you have good music, which it did. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, it, that's, I, it's just, it was, it was always a great bonding experience. We actually had friends over that, you know, we never knew each other as far as like, you know, uh, friends of my friends or whatever would come over to my friend's house and meeting for the first time. It was always the icebreaker mm-hmm. before we got to socialize. You know, it was just, we handed a guitar over and, and, you know, I don't know, just seeing the responses out of the other person or whatever, just kind of ease the tension and, and we were able to welcome another person into our group or whatever. But, yeah. No, yeah, that, I mean, that, times, so. 
try not to get emotional because it's it's awkward how emotional. I want to see you cry. I'm not gonna fucking cry. Um, Do it. No, but so I um, I legitly almost did right there talking about that scene. It was a beautiful moment. Um, but no, so Guitar Hero, in in my experience, brought so many people together, including it's very personal to me because I have a cousin named Andrew. Um, who we we were best friends when we were little kids. When we started to grow, like we, I mean, just for some reason hated each other. Grew soup, I mean, super far apart. Never talked to each other. We used to do everything together, and we were at a family reunion, and he had Guitar Hero, and I mentioned that I'd played it, and like immediately there was no awkward, like, oh well, would you like to like Amelia's like, here? Let's play, and we just sat there for like three hours and just laughed and talked. Oh, that's and nice. Got it all out and just played Guitar Hero, and we've been amazing friends ever since. Like that game brought me and one of my closest cousins back together. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a that's a lovely story. Thank you. I'm trying not to cry. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. I families can be tough at times. I don't oh, yeah. know if yeah, anybody listening out there or watching. Uh, you know, I have those family members where they drifted off, and I wish I had guitar here to save that relationship. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's I anyone know. that says gaming doesn't do stuff like that is just. Uh, I have so many stories like that where just gaming is. I mean, we like me and you. Yeah, we wouldn't know each other without gaming. Like, it's not so. And stuff you were like that. highly intrusive to get into my life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> hey. Meet me now, I believe was what the Twitter post said. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, seriously, like it's yeah, it's crazy. Like I'm just I'm trying to not cry right now. No, it's okay. And I'm trying to make forward. light of it so you yeah. don't cry all over your microphone. Anyway. But it's good, it's healthy. Let it out. Yeah. Please. I'll hold it in for years again. It'll be fine. <sighs> oh, God. I feel better. Okay. Yeah, guitar girl, man. Those were the days group of friends I'm surprised you didn't pick that out but well because i knew maybe. i'd get emotional so i purposely tried not to <laughs> <laughs> i gotcha yeah. i gotcha yeah oh wow that happened okay yeah, yeah. god dude i got so into that game good aerosmith yeah. was re- honestly just for gameplay alone um guitar hero aerosmith is my favorite not like i love aerosmith but not that much mm-hmm. but for some reason, the uh, the note to button, I guess, ratio or threshold or however, you know, converting music to the button scheme felt the best in Guitar Hero Aerosmith. I don't know why. But I remember playing songs in that going, this actually feels amazing. So, that's, fun that's fact. amazing. Yeah. Crazy. Crying. Living on the edge. Living on. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't want to say this segment left me jaded, but <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Shall we move on? Yeah, yeah, that's enough. Aaron. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's move forward, Gunbait. All righty. You want to do that? Do that. Let's okay, do that. Story time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to story time. Uh, this is the segment of the show where we uh, we go around and we tell <laughs> go to YouTube and we tell stories, um, kind of what we've been doing all night, really. But yeah, you know, involving yeah. gaming, a gaming experience, whatever. Um, not every week is a segment where we tell a lot of gaming stories, so story time works. 
Um, but I actually really enjoy the segment, and it's really fun. We have guests, and they get to tell some stories people don't know. Um, but do you have a story this week for us? I do actually. Why don't you start? Us um, off? this is uh, this story is how I inadvertently did an LFG group. Uh, just randomly did a vog raid with a group of people that I had no idea who they were, and then eventually realized that I was also listening to their podcast <laughs> as I got to talking to them. But it was a great experience. Um, and I, as uh, a lot of you may know, uh, I listen to about 40 hours of podcasts a week just because uh, I'm a lonely person at nighttime where I work. I have no one to talk to. And uh, so I listen to a lot of podcasts to keep me sane. Um, but this story uh, leads back into uh, in the previous episode with the Outplayed podcast uh, uh, members, uh, how they mentioned how they were from Derp. I also had origins or lineage from Derp as well. And uh, one night, it was a late night, um, I saw in an LFG group a, a person by the main name of uh, Maynard James uh, posted an LFG group uh, on Derp saying that, hey, uh, need one for Vogue. And I was like, okay, you know, I haven't done Vogue in a long time. This is before uh, Age of Triumph and all that. Jump in, and I, I don't know this guy for any anything. And then later found out that he was like big in soloing Crota, just like uh, he, you know, he he would do multiple raids, and he actually carried us through Vogue. But that's beside the point. He was amazing, actually. But yeah, uh, he, but uh, he. Uh, uh, later, uh, there's you know, as I'm playing, there's one guy whose name is Disgustipated, <laughs> and uh, later later realized that that was actually uh, Agrios, his oh, wow. real his, or his other username is, um, I can't remember uh, the Sharks 3D man. Um, yeah, uh, I think Grey Ghost was also there as well, and uh, I can't remember the name, but and I. Uh, and I'm going to kill myself because I can't remember his name, but nice. Don't dude. do that. Yeah, <laughs> no, I won't. It's killing me what I'm trying to say, but, uh, yeah. So it was funny because I, I'm just playing with these guys and I, and I'm looking at a lot of these names. And I said, well, you guys must be a lot of tool fans here <laughs> or something. <laughs> like, uh, yup. <laughs> and because uh, yep. there's one guy I'm playing with. His name is Maynard James. And the other guy, his name is Disgustipated, which is also a tool song. And, uh, you know, I was really enjoying their company. And I said, man, your guys' names sound really familiar. I, I listen to this podcast <laughs> and, you know, it's it's a destiny focused podcast. And they're like, yeah, it's part of the Guardian Radio or Guardian One Network, right? And I said, yeah. They're like, look at our clan tag. And I looked at it. I was like, oh, shit. It, it was <laughs> Guardian One clan or whatever. Oh, and, what have uh, I done? It was just funny. And, uh, like, it was like the quickest VOG run I've ever had. Um and uh, uh, I know uh, it was a while back. I had mentioned that uh, uh, tie this back to a more recent time, though. On your stream, I noticed that one of your followers on Twitch was Maynard James. And I said, "Holy shit! I played with him!" And it was just, it was just actually like an amazing thing to me because I like I hadn't heard from him in a while, and and he was just a totally nice guy, and he was really involved with the game, and uh, I just it was a great experience, and and. Uh, what was great is they were podcasters, so they were like talking and, and like going in depth about like stuff that's coming up for the show and yeah. stuff like that. And I was just like, this is amazing. But 
sadly to say, I mean, I don't want to go take the story into a sad note, but I don't think that they're recording anymore. So if they, if they are, they're just doing live shows, but so, but it was, it was an excellent time. And, uh, it was just, uh, uh, a time that I got to get to play with people that it was just by pure coincidence that, you know, uh, and I felt stupid afterwards because I'm listening to their voices. They all sound familiar and been listening to these guys for months and then hearing them in my ears again, playing with them. I was like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) felt so stupid, but it's actually just cause you, cause you mentioned Maynard real quick. It was actually, it's actually funny. Cause when you, when you first like messaged me, I was like, okay. Cause I, I met him through playing apex. Yeah. So I, I, I had no idea that he had anything to do with destiny at all. So when you're freaking out, I'm like, what would he play? Like, what do you like? I just met him playing apex one night. What are you talking about? Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Would you like to share a story? You know what? I would love to. Oh, thank you. I'm going to tell a uh, Midnight Club Dub Edition remix story. All right. This is it. I had forgotten about it, and this popped in my head while we were talking tonight, and I'm really glad it did. So I had a friend... Um, a much older friend. He was, one would say, an adult with a job. Uh, he ran like three businesses. He was very wealthy, had a super Gosh, nice house, smoking hot wife, super nice muscle cars. And on top of that, he, this dumb idiot, was just a really nice person. <laughs> Looking back, it pisses me off. Um, on his downside, he really loved cocaine gum. Though. <laughs> <laughs> loved just you know, all the time, just rubbing his teeth is weird. Um, but I'm one of the greatest people I've ever met in my life. Um, which fun fact, uh, we didn't talk for a long time, and then we met again uh, in Destiny One. I did my first raid ever with him. He's like, "Oh yeah, let me show you what a raid is," and it was how we. It was pretty cool. Aww, that's awesome. But so at the time. Um, he did some stuff on YouTube and he actually made a lot of midnight club content. He was really good at the game. Cause the guy was huge into the car scene. This, this was his game. Yeah. And so I went on a bike ride with him one time, this huge bike ride. We wound up back at his house and he's like, Hey, let's race. Cause I know you play this game. I make content. He's like, I'm going to destroy you. <laughs> and I was like, listen here, old man. He was probably like 21. I don't know. Um, like I'm gonna destroy your shit, right? And um, so we sit down to play, and he, this so this guy had money. I've never money. It's nuts. He had the whole sound system in the whole house. The whole house was the game sound. Mm, nice, ridiculous. <laughs> so we sit down to play, and I fucking destroyed him. <laughs> And it felt so good. I remember because he was one of the nicest people ever, but it started to irk him. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people that know this gentleman that have never seen this side of him. And I have. And I hold that in my heart of hearts. He kicked me out of his house. <laughs> and you've never seen him again. <laughs> and, I, and that's when we stopped. Talk- no, actually, he, he moved away and was even more successful. <laughs> God, he's got life figured out. But um, 
But no, I just remember that because like it was it was an awesome bike ride. We just hung out, went and had lunch, went back to his place. Super cool sound system. I destroyed him because he talked so much shit. He made so much like on YouTube. People were like, "You're the best guy in this game ever," and and that's my claim. I mean, nothing's recorded, so no one knows that I'm amazing. But yeah, but I do. And that's all I that believe matters. it. Which I yeah. hope so because I did nothing. I mean, at the time I didn't have a job. I literally went to school and played this game. That was my life. So. I would hope I was okay at it. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. There we go. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to share in this in this space of ours, so to say. It's a safe space. <laughs> okay. Let's do our emails. We have one email. Yay. We actually we have no update on Anne, sorry. Um, who no. did say hi? I didn't get a, you know, clickbait back. That, did you um, respond to her in written form though? I did. Yeah, I responded okay. just like the last person I responded. I said we all say hi. Okay. Nothing back yet, which is weird. I thought I'd get a. Hmm. Seems fishy. Yeah. Hope Seems she's okay fishy. though. Um, the only email we have is from Twitch that says SSJmanJIN underscore BUU just went live on Twitch. Oh. Congratulations, SSJ man. Boo. So there we go. And that is our emails. <laughs> I'm glad we did that. I like how you will read literally any. <laughs> I t I've said that. If it's there, I will read it. If it's from Apple, if it's from, I mean, whatever. I will read it. Um, Actually, is this one from. I'm gonna shut the game up. No, no, we answered that last flash. Oh, that worked. I thought it was an email that we hadn't because we missed a week. I thought we had one, but nope, we don't. Yeah. Cool. There we go. Um, well, you know, questions you may ask. How do we send emails? Just from gardensgmail.com. Mm -hmm. Um, questions you guys can ask us. We don't do that uh, because we'll be asking the questions, old man. Yeah, you heard that. Old successful man who's doing way better at life than I am. I see you out there. Actually, I wish I saw you. Please move back. Is okay. he a good looking dude? He, this guy had I everything. Mean, I'm not interested. I, I'm just saying. No, I, just I'm just generally interested. Great shape. Super. Like, nice. just perfect. Like, this guy had to, I don't know, have a basement full of dead bodies or something. Like, there has to be something. Yeah. Just life figured out. Good teeth. Good posture. I mean, he broke his back one time snowboarding, but he was like professional snowboarding for a while. Like, just, just went out and saw life and grabbed it by the balls, you know? And then there's me. <laughs> you, you just need to grab more balls, I guess. I guess so. Um, if you're interested in me grabbing balls. Send an email to justsomeguardians at gmail.com. And I will read it. Literally. Literally. So, yeah. question of the week last time was written by our dear friend Gunbait, who's right here with us. <laughs> Amazing. Do you happen to have that question handy? I mean, I do. I don't know if you want to read it or uh, not. I don't. Okay, I'll go Actually, ahead and read it. I would. Question of the week. If you could make one rule for a day, and everyone had to abide by that rule, what would it be? We had a few pretty good answers here. Mm-hmm. Um, all lessons and, and yeah, I'll start with with the first one. If you want to move down after that, how's that sound? 
Sure. Perfect. Uh, drafty, <laughs> who was going to be here. <laughs> Awkward. Uh, drafty says, if you could make one roll for a day, his says show up to podcast. That's a weird. Uh, no, his says use your turn signal. Let them in or be pitted. Look up pit maneuver if you don't know what my reference is. Use your turn signal. His rule would be for everyone to use their turn signal. I think it's optional, but whatever. As uh, as someone who spends his life driving, please. It is so annoying to be waiting to turn to enter traffic to progress my route and watching you and going, are you going to turn? Can I go? And then you turn your t- signal on as you're making the right-hand turn. Super annoying. I could have gone. Oh, yeah. Boy. On to you. Okay. Uh, Sentinel Dad with an arrow with the finger pointing up. <laughs> no, right. Okay. Back to me. Uh, actually, yeah. the, the, no, the next one for is, uh, from Jay is so fetch. Uh, no political chatter at work. Nobody cares who you voted for, Kenny. And my brother-in-law's name is Kenny. And honestly, it's very annoying that you talk about that all the time, Kenny. <laughs> my brother-in-law is a... Uh, he has his doctorate in political science. Oh God. (laughs) So, uh, guess what? I don't like to hear at Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yep. Look who's making it this year. Well, guess we're all going to be sick. (laughs) I'm going to starve this year. (laughs) Uh, Nate Fu. Really good answer. If you see an empty copy coffee pot or two pots that can be combined into one, you must make a new pot. At work mm. or at home. As a coffee way. drinker, I agree. I don't even drink coffee, and that bothers me for some reason. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you no, for honestly. looking out for us. Yeah. But my old job, I worked security. I did patrols all the time. You know, would go through the break room, and like I'd see stuff like that, and I'd be like, why don't they just make a new pot? I, as a non-coffee drinker, would make a new pot. Or these people as they worked overnight. And I got told what many times guy. that I made the best coffee. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this one's from Laz. If you see Laz or any other coworker with headphones on, leave them alone unless it's work related. That's true. Yeah. This has actually become a bit, I don't know if you've seen in the, like this is popping up like in the news, like uh, Twitter feeds, like it's, Apparently becoming normal, they'll just like, if you see someone wearing headphones, it's okay to bother them is what people are trying to say. No. It's not okay. There's a reason why they have headphones in. They don't want to talk to you. (laughs) It's a clear divider between you and them. And basically it's saying, I do not want to put my attention on you Mm -hmm. at all. I actually saw a thread. This guy was trying to say, but trying to prove the point that, uh, trying to meet a girl and you see a girl with headphones in it is actually a-okay for you to pull the headphone out of her ear so you can introduce yourself i am very bothered by that (laughs) first of all that's her personal space you've just invaded it you didn't actually touch her but that's part of it that's a big no-no second of all that's gonna fail 100 percent of the time you're an idiot yeah Thirdly, you invaded her space. I'm going to say that again, because that is not okay. Ever. Hope you get hit by a train. 
I hope you're wearing headphones in, and as the train hits you, it pops the headphones out of your ear. Do you, do you want me to read the next one? Yep. Okay. <laughs> addition to the previous post, by the way, this is from Nate Fu. As this just happened, if your office... you Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> I believe in you. I just realized I, he just totally tied it back to the previous one. But if your office uses a Keurig and you see the reservoir is running low, fill it. Fill it. May it forever be filled. May its reign of I, fullness continue on. I hope your Keurig reservoirs runneth over. Yes. May the, the Keurig reservoirs of your life overflow. Hey, Gunbabe. Hey, let's do a new question of the week for people. Uh, let's. Okay, so I guess I have another question here. I, I don't know why I said I guess. <laughs> you wrote it. <laughs> I, had a, I had a scroll up and I, I was trying to uh, pause for time, but then I realized it's not that far up in our chat. So, hmm. all right, question of the week for episode 84. What is the weirdest thing you have seen in someone else's home? I'm really looking forward to those answers. I'm very looking forward to that. I mean, if people wanted to answer that, what would they have to do? Uh, you just basically join our Discord. Oh. Before I go into that, may I go into my other thing? Our you, other thing? Is there an... Do you have something to announce? Yeah, I kind of do actually have something to announce. Are, are you is ready this like for a, this? Is this a big moment? It kind of is a big moment. Well, I'm glad I'm sitting down. Okay, so what I'm going to start off, it's a little bit of a primer, a little bit of an instruction period for us, okay? Uh, I'm going to give you a way that you can join our Discord. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Okay, all you have to do is just go to justsomeguardians.com slash Discord. Excuse me? Uh, Did you just say, say justsomeguardians.com? Slash Discord is actually what I just said. Thank you for correcting me. Okay. But also, yes, the root of that, I did say justsomeguardians.com. And that is our new website. Not new. It's just our web. We didn't have one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, uh, basically, if you want to get to any of our social media, it's all on there. We have some bios up there right now. I plan to add a little bit more later on. Um, but we're... We're trying to combine an easier way to get access to all of our media. So if you want to get to our Twitch live stream, you can just go to justsomeguardians.com slash Twitch. Same thing with slash YouTube. Um, we actually have it now to where our YouTube page is embedded onto our website with actually a subscription link. And if you wanted to dive down deeper without having the chat or the, the comments down below, you can actually click through and go to the YouTube page. But uh I always highly advise never look at comments, but um, uh, there's some other things coming down the road on the website too. Um, I just have an initial uh, blog post page up there right now. Um, I actually have a, a list of things uh, slated for articles coming out on the website. Um, and I actually have some planned things. So in the near future, um, if, if you out there in the community, uh, receive a DM from me, uh, please don't run away in horror um, because I would actually like to do like a kind of community spotlight type deal. Um, these will go in parallel to the podcast and uh, you may have already been a guest on the podcast, but it may be a little bit deeper dive into who you are. If you're willing to give that kind of information, we love getting deep. 
yeah inside so deep your thought you can process. say it I but, uh, want to get really deep inside your posse yeah so deep um but yeah it, it'd be just a nice little interview nothing uh high pressure or anything like that just a, a nice little chat back and forth to where we're doing some community uh spotlights um i put it out in the discord kind of vaguely uh earlier uh two weeks ago because we were off last week but um Basically saying, stating that we'd have another announcement that I'd have some other writing opportunities. Um, but basically what I would like, I actually like to see is uh, I, you know, I, I'm also going to be writing up some things too, as far as, because I have, I have a huge steam library that I want to just get through some of these games. And I thought, what a better way to, you know, because there may not be time in a podcast to actually record down a whole review or my thoughts on a on a game. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know why I almost <laughs> burped loudly in the mic, but I'm glad I backed away. But, um, uh, but I, I also wanted to have game reviews up there. And I, as I put it out in the discord earlier, um, there would be other writing opportunities for other members of the community to, to submit. Um, I have the option of actually having uh, attribution. So um, I can actually set it up to where other people who want to contribute, they can actually have an account set up with our website and they can actually submit a blog post if they like. And we go and, and share that around the interwebs mm-hmm. uh, for all of our viewing pleasure. So. And we've, we've reached out to a few people, but if that's something you're interested in doing, you know, maybe getting your thoughts, you maybe you don't want to get on a podcast because I mean, it can be scary at times for sure, but you mm-hmm. still want to, you know, get your ideas or thoughts or reviews out there. Like just send us an email, let us know, hit us up. We'll get, yeah. we'll get and, some, we'll get your work up there. And if you don't want to post it directly, we can gladly, you know, post it for you and have it attribution going back towards you. So I, I just want to make sure that um, if if anybody is going to put it, put work into article that they do get some proper attribution. Absolutely. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm really excited for the community spotlight type thing. And uh, I also have some articles slated for just general gaming topics as far as like um, I got to thinking when we had the out outplayed podcast members on here uh when we talked about rage and also about you know the rage before that and then communities after that i thought this would be a good idea to just basically sit down and just have kind of an opinion piece Mm -hmm. on on certain things like you know i we were actually having one today (laughs) elmer a lighthearted conversation in 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 another discord about balancing and uh i I, well, today on my lunch break, I actually wrote up like half an article and I'm hoping to have that posted by the end of this week. So, um, come back, come back to me. Okay. Thank you. So, but, uh, I'm actually really excited. Um, uh, it was something that I, I saw that, you know, uh, for one thing, mainly I created the website to really just have an easier way for people to get to our YouTube content. Because it's so hard to read out a long URL, and YouTube makes it so hard to get to a new starter. Yep. Um, in in this type of content creation field, but um, then once I I started creating a page just for that, I was like, well, shoot, let's actually make a go of this and actually have some fun with this. So, um, there's also many more capabilities with the website that I'm I'm kind of holding back right now. I'm testing some certain things out uh, until I'm ready, but. Tricking uh, it out, keep you guys interested. Reel you yeah, in later. 
with some DLC in, uh, for the website. <laughs> we'll have some updates down the road, but I'm I'm really uh, excited about it. Uh, yes, uh, that is a possibility. We can have a gallery of just dick pictures. It's our website. We can do what we want. Yeah, whatever we want. Come on. You I listen love to this Dick show. Clark. Yeah. So. Dicks. But uh, something I, I, I'm really excited. I hope you're really excited about it too, Elmer. I am. And, I, uh, like, seriously, like the, the amount of work you've done on this thing is incredible. Um, If you have this website and you just have it pulled up, like you never have to go anywhere else for us. I mean, except. We don't have like Podbean and stuff LinkedIn or anything, right? I don't think I saw. Oh, that. by the way, you can also go to justinguardians.com/slash/listen, and it basically, as the podcast is posted, it's all linked to Podbean. And <laughs> come, <laughs> you're going off camera right now, but yes, you can. It actually has a player built in with all the previous episodes of of the podcast right there, and you can and. Uh, one thing I didn't notice, I was actually excited about this. There's a little hamburger menu that you can drop down. And so if there's any links or anything like that embedded within the show notes of the episode, that all drops down and displays. But at first, it's a very minimal display where it just shows you shows you which episode is playing. And then you can deep dive into that a little bit more and get more information. So, yeah, you never have to go anywhere. You can go there. You can listen to the episodes. Um, if you go to the to the YouTube section again. As we upload videos, it immediately is embedded on that page with the latest video at the top. Press play, see it, subscribe. Um, Twitch, our channel, is embedded in there, like he said. It's incredible. Like As we go live, you can watch the stream and chat to us from the website if you want. You don't even have to go to Twitch, but you yeah. should. On the Twitch page, and, and this is all also my own self-critiquing, I'm going to have to mess with a little bit of formatting because mobile is a hard thing to do. Yes. So um, there there's some certain things with uh, uh, going between desktop version and mobile that I'm working out, but that'll all get worked out. But uh, uh, I'm it, this was all just uh, trying to get everything together too. But uh, for the most part, the website is working completely. And... Uh, I'm just excited for getting content up there. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Go check it out. Just some guardians.com. Everything you need is there. Your one stop shop, drop and roll. If you're on fire, I'm glad that evil Jay and Chad is also uh, getting our testimonials. So yeah. thank you very much. And I think, I think that does it for us, right? It does. I believe it does. Right on. Hey, gun bait. Hmm. Okay. Um, you know, I know people can just go to the website and, and see, like, you know, who you are and what you do. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, I enjoy listening to your voice. So where could people find oh. you? Well, uh, let's see here. Oh, you, you don't like listening to that voice. Okay, sorry. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Steam. Um, what else? I liked the question mark. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Steam. <laughs> All at Gumbate One Zero One. Right on. You're beautiful, yeah. man. Where can people find you and the show? What? Well, I'm. You'll get to that point. Well, that, that comes first, and then me. Like every week. You're right. That's how this show is ran. Yeah, that's how this show is ran. Hey everyone! Thank you for joining us for episode 84 of Just Some Gardens. We do the show where we are live 
Twitch.tv slash JustSomeGuardians. Go to the website. It's all that. This makes it so easy. JustSomeGuardians.com. See Twitch and YouTube and everything there. Contact us. Emails. JustSomeGuardians.com. As for me, I'm Elmer Fudd. Twitter and Twitch and YouTube at Elmer Fudd Games. Double M, double D. Gun bait. You want to take us out? I'll try. You got this. Join us next week on Just Some Guardians for mutual chaos and utter incompetency. Nailed it. In this case, X equals gun bait. You gave it to him. Oh my god. No, I kind of lit up when I heard this song. I thought you were actually really going to be talking about Resident Evil. No! <laughs> that worked really well, though. I had no idea that existed. I'm going to have to go watch a video because that sounds awesome. Oh, hilarious. Oh my god. I'm not going to lie to you. That was a good show. I, I, yeah, I enjoyed myself. Me too. You know, as much time off air as we spend talking one-on-one, it's nice to talk one-on-one with you. We talk a lot. We do. And but I it was love everything. Still moment. nice to just do this. Yeah. No, I. This is great. It, the one on one, you know, just us touching dicks to each other. Yeah, man. Bumping booties, having us a ball, y'all, you know? Mm hmm. You <laughs> will just. Alright guys, here's what's gonna happen. <laughs>